This is Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast First Take. Here is when a tree farm is more than a tree farm. In 1961, shortly after buying a nearly two-acre lot in what was then mostly wide-open North Claremont, Brene Brock planted an Italian stone pine. It remains there today, now 50 feet tall. Its oddly shaped canopy and massive trunk serve as a reminder of the decades that have passed, mostly unchanged, at Brock Christmas Tree Farm. And, in stark contrast to the aggressive development Claremont has seen over that same period, Renee's son, David Brock, was seven in 1961. That tree was planted in the first year or two uh, with the intention of pruning it and turning it into a Christmas tree. And it got bigger and bigger, and nobody decided to do anything with it. And then we realized it was sort of a picturesque tree. And so that's where it is now, a huge tree that takes up a lot of sunshine. (laughs) The tree that got away. Brock grew up playing at the farm and working the land with his father. He helped ferry water from his family's Claremont home up to the property prior to municipal water service. When Renee died in 2002... He took over the farm's care and feeding. He, along with his partner of 23 years, Rebecca Hamm, and his sister, Bonnie Brock, are now the co-owners of Brock Christmas Tree Farm. Though he's been gone nearly 20 years now, his father's presence remains in many ways, not the least of which in the massive pine that stands sentry in the middle of the lot. Periodically trim it a little bit because it really casts a pretty big shadow. I asked him about that unintended metaphor and the symbolism of that tree. The whole property, I feel like I'm commuting with Dad because his footsteps were all over it. The perimeter, that big tree up on the slope, um, some of the stakes that he liked to paint white for staking trees up, they're still around. Uh, So yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of his hand all over the property. At Brock Farm, there are exactly zero inflatable holiday decorations. You won't see carolers, complimentary hot chocolate, or hear piped-in holiday music on an endless loop. It's quiet up there. Peaceful. Meditative, even. Visitors stroll the small grove of pines and cypress, make their choice, and cut their tree themselves. That's what drew me and my 11-year-old son Everett last Saturday. Brock showed us around the lot, pointing out the varieties and recalling 60 years of family history there. Everett found a nice six-foot pine, and Brock showed him what to do. He got him started with a guide cut, then handed him a small handsaw. In today's ultra-litigious society, it's reassuring that something so tied to the earth as felling a tree is still available to kids without an adult signature on a multi-page release of liability. As a man of a certain age, I appreciate the nostalgia. Well, I do tell people to be careful of saw sharp and haven't had any saw accidents, though. Everett loved it, and I relished it, too. Finding a new outdoor experience for us to enjoy together that doesn't cost half a week's salary, especially with a typical screen-obsessed 11-year-old, is a major win for any parent. And the prices are more than competitive, with the best tree on the lot costing just fifty nine ninety five. The average tree at Costco or Home Depot will run you between $90 and $110. And Brock will cut the trees for the non-lumberjack inclined among us. So I say 
Why bother with the big box stores? Folks new to the farm are often struck that it seems to be hidden in plain sight, just across the wash from the heavily trod Thompson Creek Trail at the crosswalk on Mountain Avenue. It's also remarkable that the property, which through easements granted to various water districts over the years has been reduced to about four-fifths of an acre, has remained somewhat wild, even as it's become surrounded on all sides by sizable single-family homes over the past 60 years. Critters of all kinds traverse it, and a full-size black bear has been visiting once or twice a week for 15 years, often leaving hair and claw marks on the trunks of various trees it scratches up against, Baloo the Bear style. Sometimes the trees don't survive the ursin assault. The ones that do then have to be pruned and usually held over for the following year after they heal up from their bear encounter. It's an annoyance for sure, but one that Brock endures good-naturedly. Give up a couple of trees to the bear, but uh, there was a time when he was just hitting randomly. Uh, all nice trees, by the way, too. The bear-altered trees aren't always bad news, though. Yep, that's what the bear did, and sometimes it leaves a few bear hairs on the tree. Uh, so that sometimes people choose a tree specifically because of that. Take that, Home Depot. Bear hairs. Another down-to-earth premium not available at big box chain stores. It's the bear seal of approval. <laughs> yeah. The cut-it-yourself tree farm is not the only throwback here. Though he's now a master gardener, Brock's horticulture know-how was accumulated the old-fashioned way. It was hard work and trial and error and uh, figuring out what went wrong and then trying to do it right the next time. He's now getting into stem propagation, taking cuttings from existing trees and rooting them in a tightly controlled environment. Leland cypress is one of the trees on the lot that has grown this way. The basic cypress you can grow from seed, but some of the more desirable cultivars are only uh, grown by cuttings. A typical crop starts with about 75 one-year-old seedlings. They grow on the property for three to five more years before they're ready for market. In a real rarity for any business, any product at Brock Christmas Tree Farm that does not sell this season is only worth more next season. The following year, we'll have an even bigger tree. It might not always uh, look as prime as one of the premium trees because they get older and they get a little more raggedy looking. Uh, but yes, they continue to grow. The farm is open Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. There's talk of opening Fridays as well, perhaps next year. Brock will plant 160 seedlings this winter and is looking to expand the farm in years to come. The hoped-for bumper crop will, with luck and care, begin to mature to Christmas tree size in 2024 or 2025. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of trees in a few years. That abundance will surely make a lot of local families' holidays brighter, as well as a certain bears. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast First Take. Thanks for listening.